Hi, everybody. You are listening to The Essentials by me, Madeline Flint. If you're new, welcome. If you are not new, welcome back. And today I have something kind of different, but pretty interesting that I'm going to do as a topic. I am working on a project um, that was presented to me by members of our community, and it's from Bat and Kill Books. They gathered a bunch of local artists to paint on Adirondack lawn chairs. So earlier this week, I took a trip down to get my lawn chairs. I'm painting two of them, and now I have them. And you guys are going to be here for my little beginning journey. Uh, I got all the paints today from the local hardware store. All the artists can get the paint 50% off. I went in there, it was supposed to be like 3.30 or something for um, each bottle. But it was actually a dollar twenty-seven or something. I can't remember the change exactly, but it was a really good deal because they knew that all the artists were gonna be coming in there, obviously looking for a bunch of paint. So. It's Nicole's Craft Studio Multi-Surface Paint. Um, it's interior and exterior. And so I'm just, I'm opening them. I literally just got them not that long ago. Uh, I might have to get scissors because my nails are gonna break <laughs> from this plastic. Nobody's gonna wanna break into paint. Okay, so these are gloss finish. And I got like primary colors, and the only one that isn't a primary color that I did buy was Candy Pink. <laughs> because that is a pink that even with your regular red or scarlet and then whites, it's hard to mix it without it looking muddy. So I bought that one. Okay. I don't really like using pre-mixed greens from the store because I feel like just buying a few different blues and some really bright or desaturated yellows or orange instead of the premixed greens will allow for a better variety of different colors like of grass and trees because if you walk outside a pine tree or the grass isn't going to be like the kind of green that you see that's artificial on TV or like clothes and toys. Some greens are so bright that it doesn't look realistic so I like the more natural colors Usually I will use cadmium yellow, whatever other yellow I have, and mix that with like ultramarine blue or Prussian blue, and it gives me a bunch of different, nicer, more realistic green colors. So I only bought one green today, just in case I needed to lighten up any of the ones that I made for myself. I figured why not? So let me open the rest of these. And I got 10 just in case. I could probably have gotten away with five and then just mix the rest, but you know, like with that pink, I didn't want to chance it. And then of course I needed white and black. So it took me a while to figure out what I actually wanted to paint on these chairs. The second one I'm still thinking about, I was thinking maybe a covered bridge or like a person reading because it has to be book themed. But for this first one, I was thinking wilderness, but also vacation getaway vibes. Or In this area, we have some really scenic places where you can see distant mountains, and it's really pretty. It's kind of foresty. There was a time in history where the Hudson River Academy, right in Albany, there were a bunch of artists there, and actually the museum right next to the Albany Library has a huge collection of Hudson River School paintings. Some by Thomas Cole, he's really notable. He's not originally from America, he was British, 
but he traveled back to America and then back to Britain, I'm pretty sure. But while he was here, he was captivated by the mountains and the scenery that we have and, and like the wilderness and the beauty of natural and organic growth. So I was kind of thinking something like that, but maybe with the sunrise and of course a book in the foreground because book themed. And I would like to see the finished product exhibit different kinds of lighting, like cool and warm lighting contrast. That's what I really want to work for in this as a part of the composition. Even more than just subject matter, I'm really concerned with the lighting of this one. So I already did my sketch and the lawn chair is primed just with white. Uh, I used my trusty mechanical pencils that I carried around for the entirety of my freshman year at UAlbany and I didn't want to do a background color on top of the white just because with these paints I, I've used paints similar to these before and I didn't know how well they would show up on top of each other if I did that but this is a lawn chair this is wood on primer and I've yet to have painted on a lawn chair I've painted on slate and like other plastics and glass and stuff but this is a first What I like about these paints is that they were made in the USA and that seems like it's kind of rare at this point in our society. So I'm just gonna start by mixing a deep green. So it's the part right behind the book, which is the foreground, and it's gonna have some plants, I think, and the way that the light is gonna hit it is that the top of these plants, like a plant wall almost, is gonna be like really yellow because you know the sun is shining in that direction. And on the book, it's gonna really stand out on the left side because that's also where the light is gonna hit the book and then the rest is kind of in the shadows. So it adds some brightness and some warmth and then the coolness of the shadows and the mountains, I'm planning on making a bunch of different blues so that'll be really cool. And then the greens, there's warmer greens that I want on the left side because I want the viewer's eye to be drawn towards those like highlighted pages where the sun hits it and then there's also the mountains and everything and I'm, I'm thinking of doing plants on the top part of the chair just little like branches almost like curtains to close the whole picture down together and I'm still thinking of what I want to do on the arms because those are also blank canvases and I am dying to paint the entire thing but for now we're starting with those greens and i already like how it looks with just the blue and the yellow but i know that i wanted a little bit more warmth in there and then for the darker part beneath it i think i might even add a little bit of red because that helps it be a little bit richer and warmer but i definitely like the warmness that the red gives me with that green and then a touch of black and i do have a photo reference on my phone that I got from Pinterest, but I'm going to eyeball some of it because I just liked the color scheme and then I'm just switching it into my own composition. And it's a local mountain range. A lot of people in the area might know this, but Colfax Mountain, a ton of people go up there because there's a fire tower and there's a beautiful view from that fire tower that I have yet to climb. So sometimes I try to do my mid-tones first um, and then that way I can see what I need to darken or what I need to lighten up while I'm working. And something that I've been really trying to focus on more in my paintings recently is just doing the shapes. Because if you get the shape right, then you can do all the details and everything later and it's like a coloring book, like someone already did the outlines for you. So that's what I'm doing right now. 
and then right behind the pages and where the plants touch them, I think I want that to be one of my main focal points, if not the main focal point. The area that really draws people's eyes is where the lightest light and the darkest dart meet. So I'm already starting to see that this is going to take a couple of coats because I can see the white primer through the paint right now. I, I want it to also have loose brush strokes, but at the same time, kind of detailed. So I think it's pretty decent right now. It just looks like chicken scratch, but at least I'm, I see the placement and I'm kind of envisioning the end result. So that is a good sign for now. So I've just got to get myself through this ugly stage is what I call it because, you know, it just looks like random blobs and everything. But when it all comes together, it changes and you see the whole thing. And what I like about doing plants is like, you can't really mess up on them because they're natural and they don't grow in a straight, perfectly straight line. So no one's gonna notice if like a leaf is out of place or something. So there's the first layer down, the darkest part I just am filling in because I have my midtone for the plants at least. Then there's the whole like the sky and everything else. But I think for this podcast, I will focus on the plants because this is real time. I don't know how long this is gonna take me. I'll need a food break and everything. Now I'm adding my yellowest of all the greens to the top layer of the plants because that is where the sun hits it. It's not that bad, it's not that bright, but it's brighter than all my other greens. I know that I will be going lighter with the highlight, so as of right now, the color I'm using doesn't matter to me too much. I think it's a good start. And I might have to like let each piece dry and then go back and do the second layer because it does look a little transparent right now on top of the primer, but I'm sure that will be resolved. I remember I painted on glass for another local business and that was so much fun. But I was nervous at first because I didn't know how well the paint was gonna hold up on top of glass. Sometimes it slides around and doesn't stick very well. But I used my primer, which was gesso at the time, um, and everything seemed to stick pretty well on top of that. Now with this, because I think this primer was a spray-on, there's a little bit more texture and it's also wood, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm, I'm seeing the colors start to match up right now and that part is exciting for me. I will post pictures of these chairs when they're both finished on my Facebook so if you guys want you can check them out there and I will link my Facebook in the description and in those yellows I can't wait to do the highlights that always really brings the painting to life for me and it's usually the last thing that I do because you know once you have everything already in there all the shadows all the different tones. When I'm doing portraits or like animal portraits, it's always like the shine in the eyes or something along those lines that I waited to do because you know, that's gotta go on top. Sometimes it's just a dot and it makes the whole painting and you know you're done. And even when you're doing, when you're painting something black or something that's darker colored, it's not all one color. So I actually finished the part with the little plants right above the book. And I think from here on, I'm just adding some more darks to the bottom. I'm gonna start working on just the book. So while I'm waiting for the rest of that paint to dry, I do have a few scientific tips on why art is good for you. 
for you guys because you know me, I couldn't not include something scientific. There's always something new in that realm of study to find and I think it's pretty interesting. So a few of these things that I found are from PrincetonArtistBrush.com. The first thing is that art can serve as a treatment or a preventative to depression because we know that most of history's greatest artists like Vincent van Gogh and Edward Monk and all of them, they suffered with mental illness and depression. But when they would do their art, that was like an escape from reality. And being able to have something to turn to if you are struggling with your mental health, like art, is a wonderful outlet because not only are you making something that's expressive and beautiful and it doesn't have to be a painting of something pretty like a flower or whatever you can paint whatever you want and to you it's very special it helps you cope with stress because most artists will tell you there's nothing more soothing and relaxing than getting into the flow of a good painting because it takes your mind off problems and painting actually has a calming effect on your brain because it causes a release of serotonin which affects a lot of the functions in your whole body. It stimulates sleep and wake behavior and all this other stuff, but lots of feelings too. Feelings of calmness and feelings of happiness. And doing art can actually prevent mental decline as you age. So taking up something like visual arts can be a very important tool to prevent the problems with memory and cognition that often come with age. And even those who didn't begin painting until later in life have shown improvement from painting. So it is never too late to start. Your older future self will thank you for getting into painting. And something else that I found when I was just reading through different science articles and everything today was that there's a field, a relatively recent field called neuroesthetics that I find extremely interesting. It's a subdiscipline of empirical aesthetics um, and it takes a scientific approach to the study of aesthetic perceptions of art, music, or any object that gives rise to those types of judgments. And it's fields of perceptual psychology, brain anatomy, art, biology, all of that stuff combined and all of which I find very interesting. Most of those I'm actually studying in college right now. I think the sub-discipline of science might be in my future. I actually hope it is because it sounds really cool. So I'm, I'm hoping that the rest of that paint is dry. I'm going to start painting the book. So just some of the shadows. I will keep you guys updated at some point on how this whole project is going. But thank you for sitting with me and being here for the very beginning of this first lawn chair, which included me mixing a ton of different kinds of cool and warm greens. I'm gonna end it there because if I was really gonna do this whole podcast on the entirety of the time it takes me to paint that chair, we might be here for the next three hours. So <laughs> I hope that you guys enjoy your week and your weekend. And I hope that you guys will join me again next week for my next episode of The Essentials right here on the BMG Network. Thanks for listening.